Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's March 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins and with me is Mark Joseph and Walt Silva. Derek is in Arizona doing another buying trip. It was one of those last-minute things that they said, oh, gosh, we're running out of this, this, and this, and so he went. And I'm hoping he got there all right. The last time I talked to him, he was five hours out, so we're hoping. Anyway, um, so, Mark, welcome. Walt, welcome. How are you guys doing, Mark? Doing good, thank you, despite the daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I messaged Walt this morning and said, you know, just a reminder, we have radio in an hour. And he came back to me and he was like, oh, I forgot the time change. And then he got on and he was bitching about Biden stealing an hour of his time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Biden's in charge of, what is it, like savings time. Crazy thing. And, you know, the, the problem is, is that in Britain they do the same thing, but they do it on a different day and when i was with uh jp he he screwed up one time and he was a producer and we're all like where's jp you know and he was like oh my god he said i couldn't believe that he had done that but he did it so anyway um so you want to say hi to the audience guys oh hi everyone i uh, hope you have a, a, a great day fantastic day a surprising day, much as much like me. <laughs> no, we don't want any surprises. <laughs> well, unless they're good surprises, but recently they've been insane surprises. Mark. Yeah, I was looking for a daylight savings time article I posted back in 2020. I can read. Pretty interesting. Oh, you got it? Yeah, this is from sciencealert.com. It says, yes, daylight saving is bad for your health. Here's the science. So the highlight is, um, let me see. This was written back in 2016. Uh, daylight savings time creates a circadian mismatch you need to hack. I do it every year. Um, let me see. DST gives a 70% rise in fatal traffic accidents between 86 and 95 the years. Fatal traffic accidents rose 17% the Monday following the switch to daylight savings time. Uh, sources, University of Colorado. Um, $9 million in electricity costs due to DST, and this tells you why the government allows DST to persist. It's about money. And that electric power grid causes circadian disruption because of its artificial light. And the electric power grid, electric power grids, electric and magnetic fields. A uh, 2006 report found DST led to a 1% overall rise in residential electricity use in Indiana, costing the state an extra $9 million. 
uh, researchers said that cost could be even higher in other regions of the U.S. There is a 68% increase in days lost due to workplace injury. From 83 to 2006, there was a 68% increase in lost working days due to workplace injury on the Monday following the switch DST. Uh, American Psychology Association is a source. 25% uh, increase in heart attack risk. Uh, 2014 study shows that the hour of sleep lost and switching to DST can increase your risk of a heart attack. 25%, sorry, same thing. Um, that's kind of the gist of it. Well, yeah, so. now I understand why they got rid of it in Argentina. Uh, when I was, I was born in 59, so my my little kid years were in Argentina, and, and I remember that, the change in the time with the change of the seasons. But then when we we lived in New York five years, then we went back to Argentina in 1975, and I discovered that daylight savings was gone. They weren't doing it anymore. It was, it, they had, they had uh, this weird scheme where they, they called it Unify National Time, so that everywhere... Be, because Argentina spread out north-south, not so much east-west. It has very little time differential from east coast to west coast. It's a, it's a narrow country, but it's a, an extremely large north-south. I mean, it goes all the way from the, from the, like, the southern part of uh, Peru all the way down to the pole. Uh, so they made it that unified national time. So anywhere in Argentina, it's the same time. It doesn't matter where you are, it's the same hour. And it, and it stayed that way. And I, I always wondered about that change, but I guess they did something right for once. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, when he was reading that, I said, well, that's the answer to, the, to this. They, it's a conspiracy to kill us. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I had heard that before, but now in this time timeline, whatever we're whatever we're in, it's like oh, another conspiracy to kill us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, I, was, I was right, wasn't I? Yes. To blame Biden. <laughs> it's, it's Biden and crew. Oh, well, it's because you said that. that then I said, yeah, I think Walt's right again. It's, it's a conspiracy. Oh dear. Um, okay, so, uh, Shungite. Let me add, let me add one more to that. Um, oh, okay. It's, it's more of a biohacking angle. It's a quick uh, couple sentences. Um, see, standard time is equivalent to living and eating things grown locally under the sun. Uh, DST is like eating keto, paleo, vegan snacks made in a blue light lab with no protection of photosynthetic algorithms nature provides. So the the blue light thing is like, if you're constantly under blue light, you're going to get cancer, an in, in, increased chance of cancer, diabetes, obesity, and a host of other things. So, uh, daylight saving, DST is morning robbery, bad for sleep and health. That, that's the end of that. Because yeah, we know that blue light is a form of, uh, you know, LED is a form of radiation. So, that's how that connects to Shungite. <laughs> yes, and that's why I put magnets on the uh, on every one of my lights and if you don't have the magnets you can use a sticker I just happen to have magnets because a lot of them didn't quite make the cut to sell well not a lot of them 
um, but I had them here. So I just plunk them on the on the light fixture itself. And you know, this is this is weird now that I'm talking about it. Three times in oh I don't know, three years maybe, maybe two. When I was at Sandy's house and washing dishes, I three times felt like I was going to pass out. And yesterday, or Sunday, I guess it was, um, the same thing happened. And this time I'm like, what in the heck is this? Because I realized that this is the third time this has happened to me there. Sometimes I get a little lightheaded. I have very low blood pressure. Always have all my life. But it was like, you know, and, and I, when I'm doing the dishes, I've just eaten and we drank some wine and, you know. So it's like, you know, I had an excuse for having the lightheadedness there. But that, when I was washing then, I hadn't eaten that much and I hadn't been drinking anything. So I'm going like, why do I feel this way? And then I started looking around the room and right above me was a fluorescent light. And that fluorescent light fixture probably is 50 years old. The house is like 80 years old. Um, and I don't know if it was that or not. But I said to her, I said, I'm getting a magnet to put on that fluorescent light. But I forgot to bring it over there when Peter was there because he could have stepped up on something and put it there. But it's so high, we'll have to get a ladder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was really a... An eye opener when I looked around and I said, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I am going to get a magnet on that dang thing. Of course, she's going to ex- replace everything in her house. She's, re- you know, she's a smart cookie. A few years back, she said she works with seniors. So she understands aging very, very well. And she decided that just before she retired, she was going to have her bathroom redone because it this house was built by a Norwegian shipbuilder and it is just it's simple but strong and some of the detail work that this guy did was amazing he did tiles in that bathroom that were really I mean beautifully done and but the uh bathtub is actually falling out of the floor because the floor wasn't they put that entire structure on ground they never raised it i i that that just was like what you're not even on a slab nope no slab oh god and it's lasted this long so anyway um yeah she's doing she's she planned that when she before just before she retired she was going to do this. So she started saving money, putting it aside for doing the bathroom and doing the kitchen. So that when she did retire, she would not have any big issues with either of those big expense items. So just something I'm passing on because she's taught me a lot about aging. I'm, you know, a little bit older than her. Well, five or six years, I guess. So, but she, she has uh, taught me about it. So, don't be afraid of aging. It happens. You got to deal with it. <laughs> but if you if you um, just do things like uh, your make sure that you've got those uh, documents that take care. You, they call what they call it, in, inheritance planning or something. In, what is it? No, estate planning. It's called estate planning. Have all everything in order. 
because it's not so much for your peace of mind. It's for it making it easier for the people you're going to leave your property or your things to or your bank account to. It's much easier for them to get that without going into probate court. So if you spend the time and a little bit of money to and there's all sorts of directions. You can do it online, but you know the best thing is to find some lawyer that deals with seniors, <laughs> like I did because Sandy knew him, and he gives you you know just what you need to be able to to do this at a I think it's four hundred dollars that he's charging. You can they can charge you a lot depending on how much you've got. It's not a it's time consuming, but. If you get it done, it'll guarantee that your children or your friends or whoever you're leaving the property to do not have to get into that probate court that'll hold it up for a very long time. And, you know, so, like I say, it's not so much for our peace of mind. It's for allowing your life to be passed on in the framework of material things to somebody else without any angst. And uh, so just a just a tip there. I'm not sure how I got on that. Oh, let's talk about Sandy. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm back in the real world. But Shungai, yes, it got into fluorescent lighting. That's how I got on it. Sometimes you take a path and you go, how the hell? That? And you never do remember. But that was nice. I, I remember. And I am babbling. Um, okay, now, Mark, you had some things that you wanted to discuss. Your list. Yeah. Um, let's see my notes here. Uh, One of them was copper. Yeah, I want to get to that second. It was more about the Alex Collier stuff. He had a pretty good update. Um, just in terms of like going into New Earth. Um, oh yeah, he was describing like um. So we're we're going into um. You know, more and more people are 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 waking up, increasing their energy, higher frequencies, and um, he talked about it like uh, there's about 35 percent that are opening like a lotus, like a rose. I, I like that visual because it's like the um, I don't want to say flower of life, but uh, it, it, it's it's I'll have to find it and post it in, in chat, but it it's uh the rotation of life force and and like Walt's resonators um so he he uh, Alex described it as like a, a 360 degree opening while the rest of the people are 180 degree, degrees and so i know this is a topic from the other shows you do that what what's what's the delay um you know what are we waiting for and the delay is us and it's the 3d or we're in lower 4D, fourth density, and it's an event-based structure. So, like, the things happening last week and this week is an example of that. And even in um, my own studies in, in consciousness technology, like the law of attraction or whatever, it's sort of what you need versus what you want. And it, 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 it's not the efforting, it's the aligning, like, like with nature. So I, I know what he's talking about. Um, let me it see. sounds like he's talking about the the fact that everything in nature is fractal. Exactly. When yeah, everything is yeah. fractal, I mean everything is in in, in harmony. It's it's incredible. So, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, is that 
people, you know, a lot of people talk about chaos this and chaos that, and they're like, this, this such a chic thing, this, oh, that everything's chaos, and, and nothing could be further from the truth. If you look, really, really look at nature of the, the entire universe, there is no chaos. Because if you pay attention, okay, for example, okay, you're sitting down, you're looking through the window and you have a beautiful landscape in front of you, you, you have the mountain on one side and you, have the, you see the forests, you see clouds in the sky. And if you pay attention, every single shape you're looking at, the hills, the trees, everything, absolutely everything is fractal in nature. There, are, there is no, I, I wish there could be an exception. If, when you see it, you know when you no, notice that there's something un, uh, unnatural, something that shouldn't be there, because it's, it's not fractal. It's something made, I, I'm specifically man-made. It's It looks out of place. That, that shouldn't be there. Because everything in nature, the, every, everything is, is based on fractal geometry. Fractal. So when everything is in a fractal VR, everything okay. is in, in tune. What? Before you, before, you, <clears throat> before you continue, will you tell people what fractal geometry is in its basics? Okay. The fractal, um, if you're going to go if we are going to focus exclusively on the definition of fractal, uh, fractal is a mathematical progression such as no matter how large you go in in the progression and the size or how small it is, it's always the same shape. And there's, there are some uh, different patterns, like for example, the most famous one is the Mandelbrot which is a, is, a, is a design that appears when you do a, mathemati a mathemat mathematical equation and it, it creates this shape. Now, no matter how you zoom out or you, how much you zoom in, it's always the same shape. It keeps, it keeps repeating, repeating over and over. Now, in simple terms, in, in even simpler terms, okay, how do you know? your Well, for example, Look at you. I know that you. I know that in your case, you don't want to look at your body. But <laughs> let's look at your body, for example. Okay. Look at your arm. If you take the length of your arm divided by the length of the hand from the wrist to the tip of the fingers, you will get 1.618, the golden mean ratio. That that means that it's fractal. When you look at the the entire length. Uh, the length of the phalanx of the fingers divided by the length, you know, the, the length of the finger divided by the phalanx, you get 1.618. So every single uh, measure in your body from head to toe is based on 1.618. When you look at uh, how, okay, forget human bodies. Let's look at plants. Let's see what, what happens with plants as they, as they begin to develop and grow from outside of a seed. Okay, first you'll see one little sprout, one leaf. Next you'll see three leaves. Next you see five leaves and, and so on. So when you when you look at the how the, the the this little plant is growing, it follows a fractal pattern. One, three, five, eight, and it just keeps going and going and going. In fact, there's a I see a, I saw a documentary 
on, I think they posted it on Facebook, where this little boy got a prize at school. He did a science project for school, and he actually got a prize for it because what he did is he set up this uh, fake plant. It was like the shape of a plant, but using the little solar panels. So what the, the difference was is instead of setting up the solar panels in a specific geometric shape or form, he set up the solar panels as if they were the leaves on a bush. So he followed the, that pattern, that 1.618. And, and when he tested the, the, the energy that this thing was producing compared to a standard setup, uh, his, set, his uh, fake plant was actually producing more energy. Better than, you know, uh, some big, some big, huge uh, 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 photoelectric uh, setup. So uh, there is a big, there is something to be said when, when things are of a fractal nature, they are, they are in, you're, you're in tune with nature. Even, even if it's man-made, you're still in tune with nature because you're respecting that golden mean ratio, which is universal. You can go down as, as you can go down to the atom to the atomic structure. Guess what? You still see it. You still see one, three, five, on and on and on. <laughs> so that's 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 what happens when if when you're looking at the. I, I bet you, if you do a, a study onto these these crazy gimmicks that they're setting up, like the woke and. The woke mentality and and this and that. I'll bet you the whole thing is non-fractal, because it just in your body you feel the jarring effect, of the uh, the conflict, because it does not feel natural. It feels totally fake. And and, and well, you're proving it with the light, for example, like the light is hitting you in a non-natural way, with non-natural frequencies. And you name it, it uh, and it's having an effect in the body. Your body's telling you it doesn't like the, the light. Oh, absolutely, because I walk away from it and I feel fine. <laughs> you know, I, I have to sit down for a couple minutes, but I feel fine. You know, and it definitely is, is something in there, and the only thing I could imagine was that light. So, um I walked, I was doing, I started, tried to start, well, I started a business to be able to go to people's houses and take measurements to be able to adjust, at that time I didn't have Shanghai, but to adjust the uh, electromagnetic pollution, because there are things you can do. And I walked in with three different meters into uh, this one room, and they all went off the charts. I mean, I went, what the hell? I walk out of it, drop, walk back into it, boom, again. And so I said to the guy, because the guy said to me, I don't like that room. He said, it makes me feel weird. And sure enough, that's exactly what was happening. And so I went, walked around the room with the meters trying to pinpoint it, and it turned out to be this lamp. And I said to him, "Is what, what's with this lamp? And he said, well, it's antique. It's very old. And he, they had the old wiring in it. And I said, do you happen to have a second one in the house someplace? And he said, yeah, actually I do. So I went and I measured that, and it was also throwing out terrible energy, but not like the first one. So one lamp in a room 
can, you know, cause havoc with your electromagnetic system. And it was old wiring. He said to me, what mm. do I do with it? I said, we either throw it out or you rewire it. Yeah, it's ungrounded. It's ungrounded. It, well, God only knows what it was doing. It was probably arcing in there. I mean, the, the thing was unbelievably bad. So anyway, yeah. So Mark, you were you you were talking about fractal and Collier. Did you finish your thought there, Walt? Did you finish your discussion there? <laughs> no, I was. What I was going to add is that that's the principle behind all of all of the resonators that I learned from uh, Edgar Winter that when when you're doing any any kind of frequency analysis or frequency experiments and you have two frequencies let's say you're you're uh, ex, uh, you're projecting or broadcasting two frequencies when the frequencies are different completely different uh, you will get what's called an interference parent a pattern is that they affect each other and they disturb the the transmission gets disturbed because it gets distorted because it's they're completely not they're not, they don't jive with each other but when the difference between both frequencies is 1.618 something in, interesting happened you get a third a fourth and a fifth a frequency and 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 uh, Edgar Winter showed that in in his experiments that when you when you have that golden mean ratio as the difference between the two fundamental frequencies he he calls it a conjugation but not conjugations like when you conjugate a bird uh, a verb he refers to conjugation like the conjugate relationships in a in a in a couple is because those two waves will in turn generate a, th a third wave and the, the three waves will in turn and again so it keeps it keeps repeating itself and projecting and that's why uh, I put in my documentation for the resonators that that shape that uh, Edgar Winter provided that he says that the the two the two waves that are separated by the golden mean ratio the, begin producing additional waves it just keep extending into infinity so he describes a shape like a rose like the petals of a rose it just keeps going and non-stop so the resonator even though it has inside you might see through the resin just two wires it is it's not producing two frequencies it's countless frequencies and they just keep expanding out because it, it produces a field a toroidal field so that's why I, I say in the in the write-up to the resonators is the closest thing to being in nature. It's the closest thing to being in the middle of a forest because it's it's making the energy around you fractal. Very interesting. Very. Hmm. Mark. Is yeah. Mark? Um. Let's see. <clears throat> um. Oh yeah, the Dan Winter thing. That that's what I was thinking of, too, because um, he he talks about that um, implosion, and that that chart that Walt has on his his uh, website of the um, the rose. Mm -hmm. um, but let me see. Reading off the quotes of uh, the the Alex Collier from last week, he was saying that space force is the 
the what do you call it the in between of the off-worlders and then those of us on earth and that it's it's global and and um that there's a lot of technologies um you know like like what do you call it that that uh, are are uh, suppressed and hidden uh because of the patent office but then there are even more beyond that because um the patent office is manipulated by what was it ses um well, oh securities commission the securities and exchange commission yes yeah, like that. sec that's like a, its own secret army isn't it the, the president's secret army it was in that, uh, that was well i know the uh, nancy is the one who told me about this because she she knew something when we tried to uh we couldn't actually do it but at least we put our, our foot in the door when we tried to uh, do um, an application for a patent on the Shanghai sticker she says we may not get it but at least we have a foot in the door and it, it, it actually doesn't protect you from anything if anything it's the other way around you're informing them of this potential new invention so that they can take control of it it doesn't benefit you in any way. You think that it's protecting your rights and you're, you're being... No, it's the biggest scam there is. They do it. It's like, a, what do you call it? It's like, a, you know, that uh, that uh, the glued material that they use for fly, the fly trap paper. Uh, it's like that. You know, you're putting up this nice office and you think, oh, this is going to help my, it's going to protect my rights if I invent something. No, I mean, I'm just telling the God, the bad guys, look, guys, I'm inventing this amazing device and you're going to love it. Okay. And then you never hear of it again. <laughs> so. Well, you're, you're, what you're saying is absolutely correct. But what is, where all this, this patent stuff really started to become, uh, after World War II, now there was never, this shocks people, um, there was an armistice to World War II, but there was never an end of the war. Legally, the war is still being waged because they never went so far as to, you know, I surrender and all that stuff. And, you know, it was, it was, a, it, it's in this limbo position. But at the time, the stipulation made by the conquerors, the allies, was that they stole all of the patents of anybody in Europe. It was every country ended up, all their patents were stolen. And so that, I mean, that's that's how much emphasis and focus is on these, these dang patents. And again, it isn't to protect anybody, it's to get the information. But World War II, they actually made some rule regular. I don't know what it was, but yeah, they uh, they confiscated all of. Well, they didn't confiscate them, but they copied all of the patents that were available. So yeah, you can't. What what Walt was referencing is that when I first started out, what'll happen is that you got a product, okay, and then somebody comes up behind you and puts a uh, a patent on it. And all of a sudden, you can't even use your own product unless you go to court and prove that you were using it out there before this dude came and stole it. Um, so what they have is they call it's a um, ten. Uh, what is it? A provisional patent is what it's called. And so you 
put the application in as a provision, provisional, meaning that you've got a year before that provisional is up. And after the year, you've abandoned it. Anybody can claim it. But if you have made the information public during that year, then nobody can get the patent because it's in the public domain. So I threw the patents on um, provisional patents on our, our products and then did what we're doing now, telling you everything we can about them because nobody can steal and patent what Walt is doing. He's been out there telling everybody about it because otherwise somebody could pull it. You can't, you can't do anything with it and they do nothing with it. So you're, you're, whatever you've done, whatever you've created, you can't use it and now they're preventing anybody from using it, but not if you're in the public domain. Legally, I mean, they'll do anything they damn well want to, but um, and you see that in software, the thing yeah, that every, yeah. every like, for example, everybody loves Linux because it doesn't belong to anybody, it just belongs to everybody. Yep, yep, and that was one of the reasons the Linux people went that way. Mm -hmm. It was a bunch of hackers, first computer guys, and they're going, Screw you, people, <laughs> Microsoft, Microsoft at the time, that's what they were focusing on and uh, so they make the Linux and they make it available to everybody so that nobody can patent it and I'm and, and, and sorry the the number one with because the, the nightmare in the in the software world for anybody that owns a machine and has to use it on a daily basis is the this this dreaded one word in the English vocabulary support when you need help when something doesn't work and you need someone to answer your question, you know, why doesn't this work? Okay, and the thing with Microsoft, you have to pay through the nose so that you can get an answer to your question and pray that it'll work. In the case of Linux, the entire world is your support. You post a question and it's gonna be read by hundreds of programmers and users, and maybe not every single person knows the answer to your question, but I bet you somebody in there and in, in that group will have the answer to your question because they've come across the same problem. So the entire planet is your support group. Whereas with Microsoft, nope. And forget, oh, Apple, for, forget it. Apple is even more hermetic than Microsoft. So wow, that, that's why I shouldn't be saying that because it, that used to be that way. But now I just, I just remembered Apple went the way of Linux because ever since uh, uh, Mac, OS 10 is Linux under the hood. On the outside, it looks very beautiful. It looks like the, you know, the icon-based operating system, but under the hood is Linux all the way. <laughs> well, early in the game with Microsoft, they actually hired people who knew Linux to help them out. They had some kind of a technical, technical thing they couldn't overcome, and they hired them to fix their to fix Microsoft and the Linux people. I, I I heard about this decades ago and the Linux people were just laughing their asses off. Yeah, sure, give us a three million three trillion dollars. <laughs> you know? So uh yeah, even Microsoft turned to them. Well let's face it, um, uh, 
uh, what do you call it? Gates never invented anything because he, he was Gary Goldov. He's he's the one who invented the DOS operating system, and he missed the meeting with uh, IBM because he was out busy taking a flying lesson. And uh, they went they went uh, with Gates. Gates all he did was write a, a a basic compiler. That's it. Well, he was their marketer. Yeah, this, this is a funny story. A friend of mine was one of these people that would go and be introduced to a new product and then give their opinion of it. You know, it was like one of those small groupy things that some company had. And so that she goes there and they're talking about this thing called a computer and they're explaining it and all the benefits of it and da 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 da. And so after this person had made his spiel, she walked up to him and she said, these computers are very dangerous because you can gain control and gave him the counter to what he had said, you know, and, and she was looking at him and, you know, saying like, dude, I don't know who you are, but I think you're evil, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and she lost her job, but it was Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. She didn't know who he was going to be, but she said, you know, she said, I, I remembered him very clearly because she said I re really didn't like him. And um, it turned out to be Bill Gates. So I think initially he was he was the one that was doing the marketing, getting it out yeah, there. Yeah. But techno technically, he couldn't probably fart right. Yeah, be, yeah be, because Gates <laughs> paid um, Gary Guild of, I think, $10,000 for the DOS disk operating system. He didn't no. write it. He he just bought it. Yeah, scumbag. <laughs> but you know, I mean, he did. He did. He was very influential in starting the computer world. And I agree with my friend Mary. But um, at the same time, I really. How would we be sitting here talking if it wasn't for Bill Gates? <laughs> Somebody else would have done it. Maybe honestly. Maybe compassionately. It would have been a well, different. For years and years, and I mean for decades, uh, the Mac world had this mantra that Mac only runs 20% of the software in the world, meaning, meaning that if you look at 100% of the software that any given PC runs, the Mac runs 20% of it. it. It's like having a, a exclusive car that only travels on 20% of the streets. Because as it was a niche, it was, it, for years and years they said it was a niche machine. It was specific for, a, it was made for a specific purpose and it never strayed from that. I mean, that's, that's why people that were in the graphic arts, people that were in the music industry, specific groups of people, they used Macs because it was made for them. But for the for the rest, you needed you needed PCs. I don't know. Ever since they they switched to Linux, I don't know if they if they do everything now. A hundred percent of the software. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they have the ability to do it now. Anyway, okay. So, what's next, Mark? <laughs> no, that's a good link to um um what is it, Gates? You know, he, he makes back doors and trap doors in, in these uh, systems. So now he's doing it in people's bodies. And uh, it just reminded me back in older 
um, cosmic reality episodes where um, what was calling people um, bio AIs. And, and that's, I mean, I agree with that um, term because you know, I've, I've quoted the, the Ash experiment and Milgram experiment before. So it, it's, that's just the nature of, of um, uh, what do you call it, uh, behavior, right? Behavioral patterns. Mm. Um, so let me see. And, and that goes to the next Collier um, um, highlight I, I wrote, which was that, uh, and, and then Carrie Cassidy was, was, um, has been echoing this for a while, where um, there's a white hat portion of, of, of needing to scare the populace to wake them up. And so Collier was done with that and that, you know, we should be ready to move on, like onto the, you know, revealing the technologies. And of course, you know, um, Walt, Nancy and Derek have been doing that for years and, and um, you know, decades. Uh, so it's been here as far as like prepping for new earth, right? Um, decentralized technology and, and um, let me see. So, uh, Oh, this this one reminded me of, of Walt's this next um, highlight of Walt's um, Shanghai uh, 5D Sun Resonator that it's um, a Collier was recommending people to to be outside more because um, um, the sun has a uh, frequency coded information and that um, there, there's galactic intelligence because the sun is transforming where he was you know Walt said this too where you know as a kid it was it was yellow like a yep. yellow orange now it, yep. it's white yep. and um oh, what is this i wrote it it it, tr oh, it triggers your cellular memories the more you're outside um he said at least you know get an hour a day and um, i've been doing that off and on and um i mean it feels good but uh i haven't woken up to past lives yet so well <laughs> i don't know if you want to comment on that if you have a resonator on it could help promote that too oh well i, I know that uh uh, we we had a uh, well, like Nancy says. Unfortunately, we never hear from these people again. Uh, we sent the uh, the the Surya resonator, the one that I I doused the to get the right frequency. It's not the right frequency because the the, the frequency the cor the correct frequency that I get for the fifth dimensional sun is so huge. I have no material way of doing it, but that doesn't stop me from finding what is the resonant frequency, meaning at a lower, uh, um, what do you call it, at a lower frequency, the same essence energy. So uh, I, I made it, and when I doused what what they needed in uh, in the Ukraine because they they needed help, we they got they contacted us again. They come, we know you from the show. You know that they've in the past we've helped them with the Shanghai sending them devices like when they had uh, radiation in a in a water reservoir, drinking water reservoir. They had problems with uh, radiation in the water, and we sent them a device. And it was so successful, instead of putting the thing in the water, it was going to different areas because wherever they were taking it, it was actually getting rid of the radiation. So finally they put it in the water. Then they, we didn't hear from them again for some time. And they contacted us because uh, Nancy is the one who explained the situation to me. 
she said that uh, when the Russians went into the Ukraine, they went uh, to that uh, area that was abandoned with the when the uh, Chernobyl incident happened, and a huge amount of te uh, terrain was emptied. I mean, the city was left a uh, ghost town. Everything was emptied out. So a lot of radiation was buried. And I don't know why these Russian troops were disturbing the soil when they when they stepped into this terrain. And it was releasing a ton, a ton of, of radiation into the environment. So that's why they, they needed help. And after I doused, I determined that what they needed was a, a Surya resonator because that seemed to impact the most on the uh, on the radiation now obviously it must have worked because somebody would have said oh we're we're, we're dying here is it well so far no news about the ukraine going going up in flames of radiations but uh that seems to be the one most impactful on the whole radiation thing and i told you at the time i said we may not hear back from these people <laughs> it works because you're the guy that contacted us was the a science advisor to Zizinxi and he said that they were the Russian troops had actually dug it up because they were making bivouacs so they dug holes for uh uh port body you know toilets and stuff and other reasons that you would dig holes in, in a bib it's called a bivouac area the tents were put up all that and that churned up the they they just bulldozed into a certain area but when the Russians got there it was all overgrown with wonderful it looked like a best place in the world to set up your tents you know and it churned it up and started cooking so it started putting out all this radiation and I said to Walt I said you know, even if it works, you're sending it to, in quote, scientists who are Ukrainian <laughs> people who are very likely part of the fascist regime in Ukraine. And so it's not likely that they're going to do anything <laughs> except steal it. <laughs> so... I wasn't I wasn't expecting, you know, that we might hear from them, but my scanning of the area shows that it did work. So, you know, but we don't hear from back from them until they have another problem. And then we go, well, they ought, we must have fixed the last one because they're back again. <laughs> well, the, well the, the, because, because of because of, of their non-communication, non -communication, uh, uh, we did work remotely. And it was working just as well. Remember the thing with the with the algae in the Black Sea? Yeah, yeah. Because we kept we didn't sending send anything. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. We, we the first one when we sent it. It you know it was like Walt. If we send them another one, we don't really have any guarantee that they're going to do what we tell them to do with it. I said, but theoretically we can do it. You know, remotely. So he pulls out the maps and we set it up so that it's radiating that area but from Walt's house and uh, you know it took it didn't take very long at all it was a couple weeks or something and uh, we get back this uh, this see translation is a problem too 
But the only thing that we heard back on that was that the crabs are back and the water is translucent. And what it was was an algae buildup that was causing the oxygen to deplete from the water, and so they all suffocated. And uh, so now, and they were they were people catching crabs that were the ones that needed help. So you know, again, it's it, you know they're working, but you can't get anybody to give you empirical data. And we actually tried. Remember when we started out? I said to those people, I said. You get the government involved. You you find out what what the readings are in the on the water from the government, and they came back and they said, "No way possible. They'd lie about that." Oh yeah, they. <laughs> they oh no, the water's clean to drink. Drink it, you know. And it was like putrid. Oh jeez, and other other uh, long distance. Yeah. Never get any government involved because if you if you're expecting truth. And integrity from those groups, forget, forget it. You're, you're better off praying. I hoped better for the Russians. They weren't U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ukraine, yeah, it's the time. What was, no, this was, yeah, was, was this the Ukrainians again? I think it was. I'm not sure because they're all named Victor. We talk about this, we laugh about this, but they're all named Victor. <laughs> so I don't know if we're dealing with one Victor that goes around to different places or everybody's named Victor in Russia. Yeah, it's, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, they God. can't have one single name, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, okay, so yes. Uh, so we sent the resonator. We did send the resonator to this this guy because he was claiming to be and we don't have any reason to doubt him you know an advisor to uh to again we let him let him see it because i mean walt may go to his grave <laughs> poverty <laughs> you know a pauper and i may too but we don't that's not what we're here for we're here to bring the new technology into play so uh you know the only way we can do it is to share it and hope that somebody else will it was like i had a conversation with derek last night and i said derek i because he, he doesn't like what we're talking about it was something we wanted to talk about because anybody said we got oh it's a resonance uh this human resonance and i do want to talk about that but he said i don't want to get into the to a lot of science and i said no 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 i said i heard this a long time ago to be a good writer of nonfiction. You tell people what you're going to tell them, you tell them it, and then you tell them what you told them. I said, so on a radio show, that's the way I look at it. So by telling somebody, oh yeah, the uh, the Schumann Resonance does this, uh, and then having a scientific discussion that will not be understood probably by a good portion of the audience, sometimes I don't understand it, but the key here is that at the end of it, you say basically the same thing you said in the beginning. But now the people know that there is a science behind it. We're not just babbling. There is a science. You may not understand it, but we just laid it out for you. And that's that gives people uh, faith in that we're not just bullshitters, that we do do the scientific work. And so I, you know, sorry for those people that might think it's boring. But think what you're taking away from it. It's boring science, but they got it. But the other thing that that is very beneficial is that how many times have we had our listeners come back to us and said that I heard you say this. And then, I mean, that's how you ended up even getting involved in it. 
hearing JP talk about it. And so then you go and you say, okay, you know, let me see what this is. And so we nurture some people. It might only be one, but it's often a number of people who say, oh, oh, that makes sense to me. And they're doing something too. So, um, yeah, I never, I never hedge going uh, deeply into science, even if, even if I don't really understand it. Um, because I think also because I, you know, I'm not as astute as you or Derek about a lot of this stuff. But I ask questions. Well, in my case, I have to, I have to say, I'm, I'm not a, exactly as a, a very sharp scientist either because. I see so many errors in in what's known as mainstream sciences. Like I, I wonder how anything gets done because there are so many things that they take for granted, and it's that, it, that exactly doesn't doesn't work. Or uh, I'm trying to think of a of a good example of um, like many of the times they use. For, exa uh, for example, uh, many of the times they use uh, certain mathematical proportions or, or geometric proportions to do something. And it's not the best because the best is to stick with nature. If, if you stick with nature, you know, know, nature knows exactly how things should be done and why they are, not only how they should be done, but there is a reason why they're being done in the first place. And man thinks he knows best. So, oh no, this this other mathematical proportion is better because you get it's not natural. <laughs> so, if you start straying away from like, for, I'll give you all. Here's a good example. I don't know did, did Derek share with you photos of uh, these organite devices where they're. Um, you know, you, for example, the eagle. When when the, the eagle is oh, should should I continue this conversation later because it's six minutes to the break? No, just finish it. Okay. <laughs> for example, you know the, the 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 eagle that I offer in my website. Uh, it's it's based on the design, the original design by Don Croft, where you have. Uh, uh, a series of pipes that are embedded in a base that's made of organite, which is a, organite is the combination of stones and and metal. And the purpose of it is that it it circulates the organ from the uh, from the sky to the earth and back again. So it's pure. It purifies. It, it decontaminates the sky. Well. Uh, he sent me pictures of this chap who's uh, made up a series of organite devices, um, not just one. He obviously has money to burn because I, I saw how many? Eight of these things. And so it's a ton of metal, a ton of stones. Looks very uh, aesthetically pleasing in a way. So, but... It's like uh, energy-wise, it's not making sense to me. It looks nice. I'm like, you can you can't take away from that. It looks nice. Yes, it looks nice. But you know, 
you could have a statue that looks nice, but it, it doesn't do anything else than be a statue. Uh, so, and he says <laughs> it was interesting that I, I, I was a, uh, I was being aware of what he was going before he told me. I, I, I something didn't jive. It is like mm, everything looked kind of overloaded, and it, it, he says. Well, I can't even look at it. Every every time I look at these things, I, I feel nauseous. <laughs> and I said, oh, you're rubbing off on me because I felt the same way. It was it was such a convoluted design and and shapes and and metal going every which way that it 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 made no sense it, because it it made no sense in the in in energy sense because when I look at the devices, uh, I'm not looking at a, yes, yes, I am looking at a physical object, but uh, beyond that, I have to look at the energy shape that's being formed by that object. So, for example, the uh, disc coils, like the Shanghai Spear Spiral or the, the Turpentine Spiral, it looks like a disc, physically, but energy, it produces a toroidal field on the same plane as the disk. So you have to keep that in mind, okay? If you want this energy shape, you have to have this material shape. You can't just slap things together and think, oh, because it looks pretty, it's going to, no, it doesn't make, it doesn't work that way. <clears throat> so uh, I see this with a lot of experimenters. I love their dedication their concentration, their focus on doing something really good, really positive. It's just that um, they should be more energy conscious, more energy aware in order to do it better. I mean, Anna, if you have the means to put this much material together, then you have no, no, no reason not to do it, you know, 100 times better. Uh, <laughs> well, you 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 you, you use a pendulum to be able to to take different. Is this right or is that wrong? I mean, is this right or is it wrong? You know that type of yeah. thing. Yeah. And in my case, when when I started out building these things, it was all by feel, mm. and it was like I'd I, they I'd get these images in my head, I'd build it. And then I get another one, and what am I supposed to do with this? And so I would build that, and then they would have me put the two together. And there was no directions as to how to put the two together, because you had to be able to feel it. And honest to God, it, it, as I would work with these different little thingies and put them together, it not only did I feel that the energy kind of locked into place, but it was like I could hear a click click mm. and i'd know okay that's that's it that's where it is and so people out there that you, if you're doing this you understand what he's saying it's like if you can't feel it maybe you're not opening yourself up to feeling it it's it's you just have to believe that we can because you're if it's attuned you're attuned to what's there and you know we're all energy bodies and you can adjust energy devices based on does that feel right or not and if you do it enough times you'll get like me it just it'll lock 
And to make sure that I've really got the place, I will change it again to see what happens. And sure is not. Most of the time, I'll get a nauseous feeling, and then chick, chick it back. And you know, I yes, I hear the click, but that's something that I develop by working with this all the time. Is that when you hear the click, it's there. It's a it's a messaging to my own body. You know, send me a, a sound in my ear. I didn't do it with my conscious mind but your subconscious knows more when i when i get this right you give me a click in my ear okay and that's what happens and see that walt you were able to get that discussion in and now we're going to take (laughs) greg stewart shungai look at your uh look at your facebook i'm sending you the pictures that derek sent me oh okay cool thank you appreciate that be safe i'll be safe (laughs) no we'll be right back (laughs)
And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's March 14th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Mark and Mark, Mark Joseph and, um, well, Silva. Derek's not here today. He's in Arizona buying more goodies. So, uh, you guys back? Yes. Hello. Hello. Oh, gee. No hello. Hello? Uh-huh. Now what's happened? Hold on, guys. Um, why aren't we hearing you? Are you guys there? <laughs> they, they, I don't know. They both seem to be on, but they don't seem to be there. You there? Question mark. All right. So I don't know where they are. Nothing's happening. Mark is... Sorry, uh, I'm back. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm back. I'm talking to nobody, see? <laughs> All right. That's because um, you're, you're the producer. Yes, yes, but see, I don't know why you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that Mark messaged me, but you didn't, and I was like, uh-oh, what happened? All I did was play a song. Anyway, so we're here again, and... Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention that you might have thought about? Uh, you're oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Marcus, Marcus had to go check on something. He'll be back in a minute. Okay. Uh, no, and I was I was just going to um, I was just saying the uh, the thing with the energy devices is that. Uh, I give credit to the different builders, uh, the ingenuity, but you know, just because something looks beautiful, uh, you know, doesn't mean that it's going to do what you want it to do. Also, another thing regarding uh, the uh, the devices, the energy devices, is that sometimes they put out such energy that it's not, nothing to play with because I I, I had to learned the hardware when I made when I made the the cube for you I was literally cooked like a lobster in a boiling pot <laughs> oh let me and, let me let me preface this we're <laughs> at, we're on a radio show and he says to me um something about he needed to talk to me after the show and I said oh okay why and he said well because I I got this horrible sunburn from the device. I knew he was making it. And I'm like, maybe we better talk about this off air because, you know, he's telling me that one of his devices has actually caused physical harm on him. Well, let's talk about this after the show, you know. So after the show, we stayed on Skype and then he put the video on. Oh my God, I have never seen anybody with a sunburn like he had. It was like a lobster. I mean, I, I I had this vision that his skin was about to fall off. You know, oh my, it was it was just horrendous. So, so go ahead, tell them what happened next. Well, the, well, the, I had I had on that. Uh, what do you call it? Let's let's preface. Well, I was making this cube for Nancy. I I uh, I forget the dimensions. I think it was ten inches on the side. What I did, in, in, I had um, 
these Shanghai uh, beads, I think they were like eight, eight, uh, eight millimeter beads. And I used eight of them to create the corners for this cube made uh, with aluminum pipe. And each pipe had a, a coil on it. And then the entire thing was going to be embedded in resin because in, at the very center of it, um, I had made a, the structure using the um, Shanghai Spear spiral. I put uh, six spirals, like making a, a cube inside a cube using using spirals. So the entire thing got embedded in, in, in the resin, and it took several days to finish because you have to cure every every layer. How much how thing. much resin did you actually use? It was a huge amount of resin. I think I must have used three gallons worth. I forget how much went in there uh, because that uh, you had to do you have twenty four hour cure on each on each layer. Um, so uh, when I brought it into the house and I. <laughs> And I used the Skype to communicate with you. Uh, I started feeling this like something was burning, and and I, <laughs> I looked in the mirror and I couldn't believe I was as red as a lobster. And I was asking you, okay, what? How do I? You're the one who taught me how to shut it off, because I said, what do I do with this? So you know, look, look, I think that this is putting out too much energy. What do I do with it? And then and then you're the one who said, well, just shut it off. Uh, I no, I no, no. I I asked Gaia. I said, "What do I say to him?" And and she <laughs> said, "Shut it off." So I said to you, "Shut it off." And you said, "What?" I said, "Shut it off." So you said, "Okay." And you closed your eyes, and I was also projecting, "Shut down, shut down." And then um, you opened up your eyes and you looked at me and you said, "I feel it's still on," and I said. Okay, it's got residual energy in it. Just put it on the ground. Put it in the floor. And so he goes out of the video now. He's leaned over. He put it on the floor. And when he got back up, his face was completely normal. Completely normal. So that was like an aha moment for the both of us. Like, oh, my God, these things are <laughs> – these things can do <laughs> – you know, and uh, you can hurt yourself with this stuff. Yeah, if you do yeah. it wrong. Well, I, I knew that already. I'd almost killed myself and a couple of other people screwing around with this shit. Um, I shouldn't say it like that, but I mean, yeah, because you get, go into it. You don't. You're you're getting guidance from your guide. So yes, you might get into a situation where it looks a little risky or it's scary or something's happening you don't understand. But you're under the guidance of your guide, so you're going to be all right. You know, this that's not the problem. But um so he sends it to me. I said to him, Well keep it in the off position because we don't want to send this through the post office. <laughs> right, like this. So anyway, he sends it to me and it gets here. And um I I take it and I put it in the middle of the living room because that's where I kinda was guided to do. But I didn't turn it on. And I sat there and I looked at it and okay and so I say all right let's uh, let's let's see what happens here and uh, I said turn on and uh, projected that image to it and so the power starts coming up 
And the power kept going and going and going and going and going. And I, no, 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 that's nice, 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 nice. And I shut down, go, go, go sleep, go to sleep. Go to, I mean, it went up so high so fast that I was like, <clears throat> whoa, I, I'm not going to get sunburn. I don't want the sunburn, just go back down. So um, I basically kept it in a, it was it was in the on position, but it's such a low power that it was, you know, basically in a sleep mode. And just it, myself and the animals were all walking around it for days and days and days. And then uh, some people came over and I said, I've really got to do something with this thing. And so we discussed it. I like to discuss things with people, throw things out there. Where should we put it? You know, I knew what it was for, but where, where are we going to put it? And, you know, so finally we decide we're going to take it out to the Merkaba and, and we're going to put it out there. So I said, okay. I said, um, then I'm going to, uh, let's just go. So I pick it up <laughs> and I start walking out to the Merkaba. And the Merkaba is probably 200 feet from the house, okay? They start walking out there. Then the thing start, started turning on. And I don't know if I accidentally did that or what happened, but it was just starting to turn on. And these two people that are with me are so slow moving. I finally said, I got to get this there. So I just took off running and and put it down. And I, I, I didn't even adjust. The, I said, okay, whatever's happening is happening because it needs to. So I just kind of put it down and then got back out of the way. And I'm looking at it before they they finally get there. And um, one of them was was trying to take a, a picture, and she says, "This is strange. I can't seem to get it in focus." And so then I started really looking at it, and I said, "Oh, it's pulsing." And I said to the two of them, "I said, look at it. Does it look like it'll go? You can see it, and it's it's all angled and and straight and everything, but then it kind of phases out and it gets fur, bu- uh, fuzzy." And the three of them, and the camera couldn't quite capture it, um, what was happening. But it's still sitting out there. It's never been moved. And that was back in 14, in the fall of 14. So uh, it's called the Reality uh, Cube. And is that what we call it? Yeah. And what we did for the next, I think it took, well, it took from, I think it was like, either the end of September or the beginning of November that we started it. And Walt would uh, send me spirals, small spirals, that had an essence that we wanted to put into the new Reality Builder Cube. Because I had said to him, well, he had said to me, uh, you know, Buckminster Fuller said that you don't try to change a reality that is working you build another reality that's an alternative to the one that exists. So I said, well, okay. So I said, here, let's take this uh, space over here that nobody seems to be using, and we'll just start the fundamental structure of a reality that we want to see. So the first thing we put in there was, uh, sorry about the plane. The first thing we put in there was the essence of the pink rose because that is the essence of a protection and security. And that was what he sent me. He sent me a spiral that had the pink rose in it. So that was 
essentially put in the, that energy was sent to the reality dialer. And so it gets in there and then there was another one and another one and another one. And it, like I say, it wasn't until after January that we and we had put in dozens of essences into the cube. Um, and I, I firmly am convinced because I I took the journey that we actually did create the foundation of a new reality. Now, that doesn't mean that it was wasn't there already and we were just doing something to not manifest it but to witness it because the as we went down the shanghai road with all these different devices and what can it do and stuff it became apparent that cleaning water uh stopping radiation uh, weather effects all of this gaia could have done herself the, the Gaia being the uh, creator consciousness of this biosphere. She could have done that herself. But for us, the human beings, to grow beyond uh, the, the limited things we are into our own essence, we needed to witness it. She fixes it, nobody knows, well, it just got fixed. But if we go through a process of a storyline, of creating devices, of using them for these purposes, then we are witnessing what we can do in in agreement with her. I mean, you know, we're very cautious that we don't do anything that's not in her best interest. And so it's a way of witnessing, of building, of imagining and manifestation. And so I think that we actually did, and I, unless somebody can can make the claim that they know they did it, Simon Parks might be listening. <laughs> um, that's an inside joke. Um, but I think that's true about everybody. There's so many people out there that envision a new reality. And reality is one of those situations where reality is what you think it is. But the dominant reality in a given place has to have enough people in consensus to create it, to manifest it. And so it's, you know, the first rule is reality is what you think it is, but the second rule is majority wins. The more people that are focused on a specific reality, then that's what the reality becomes the dominant force. So everybody's got their own version of this new reality they want to do. And in our case, the way that we began was to use energy as a framework of the building. And it was just an extraordinary experience to go through that. I believe that we did it. I believe that everything that, because I can, I can tell you, I can walk through it now. Um, th that everything that we did to create this new reality out of this space that wasn't being, you know, an, an, an alternative reality. Other people were doing essentially the same thing, but with their own stories, if that makes sense. So I'm done. <laughs> Walt, Mark. I I'm here. Is Mark back yet? Yeah, he's back. back. Okay, good, good. So um, anybody want to say anything about that? But that was the reality dialer, and it did teach us a, a lot of things, including that, that be careful. You know. 
And if you do start working with energy and if you do have a, a certain thing that you don't understand and it doesn't seem to be the best of situations, just back off and look at what's happening. You know, don't stop what you're doing. Just back off and look and see, okay, what 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 is causing this? What am I feeling? And teach yourself how to feel. You can use pendulums. You can use because the pendulum is working with your body to to give you the information. It just takes out the concept of your mind. Um. So anyway, if you don't have any more to say on that, Mark, did you want to get into the copper now? Um, was gonna finish some of the. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Alex oh, yeah. Collier quotes. Um, plus that thing that um. What was it you uh what was going to post on on chat or skype chat but i I put the main site public site on on uh, um cosmic reality chat wow. regarding the devices so people can look at that but um let me see what's going through some of the highlights uh oh so in the the alex collier thing from last week he was saying that what's happening in 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 you know current events and and all of this weird stuff it's it's not that uh you know the the cabal is clever it's that they're diabolical and that there's a difference and i like that distinction he made where you guys talked about it in the other show where it's it's they're in repetition mode just following orders no matter what until they, <laughs> until like to their death because there's no one else at the top um and that it makes sense because we're moving past lower fourth uh, density, so that's that's why there, there's this whole discussion of demons and possession and things like that. And one of them was on with uh, Maria Z and Todd Callender, where um, she was saying where there was apparently some kind of um, ceremony or ritual in how the shots were invented from like the the lower worlds, like the underworld or something, with with um, demons present or something i thought that was an interesting like i might have seen a clip about that somewhere in telegram but to hear it you know maria z talking about that it was pretty like but yeah that that kind of makes sense and it, it's we hear from a lot of the more prominent doctors um that this is off-world tech and it makes sense when you talk to some of the other ssp people uh whistleblowers where all of these different goos of colors you know there's there's like a rainbow color that we know about the black black goo um and even ken rollo was talking about that how uh um frequencies are projected to a civilization and so the technology would increase and the ai comes in so it makes total sense as far as uh <clears throat> how, how these these um other planets get taken over um let me see Oh, he was mentioning something of, of you know we're going into a mini ice age, but all all the off-worlders need to do is tilt the planet a little a little bit to to bring it back, you know. So so we get out of this anything that's off. And um, he did reference and recommend the book um, Gods of Eden by William Bramley, and I've read that book. It's really good. So um, that's a good reference book for people. Um, <clears throat> another one is, is the, I think uh, somebody what asked the question. Sorry, what does the book talk about? Uh, it's like a history of the world, but in, in the context of, I think it's called the Brotherhood of the Snake, like of uh, basically off-worlders coming in and 
they're doing stuff to people. Like the Black Plague was was like a, some kind of alien tech that was being sprayed around um, people. So, uh, <clears throat> and then like these different political hit assassinations um, via secret societies. So just a lot of behind the scenes stuff that are uh, like ET based. Um, I mean, I, I think he, he's done some interviews like on Coast to Coast and stuff with people like it, it is a pretty long book, but um, at least check out the interviews. Uh, <clears throat> let me let me interrupt you just a second. Um, Radio 5G tomorrow. I've got Ricardo Bossi back on with um, Jaco and he went through a little bit of the historical kind of thing. But he was saying that the people who are have become the cabal let's call them that all right they actually think they are gods and you know i never really looked at it from that standpoint but they think they are gods so if you're thinking you're you're god and you can do anything you want that's a pretty stupid place to be <laughs> you know so because once you begin to fail well, you, I thought you were God, and you're failing all over the place. So the dark side must be in a real shambles in their brains because they, they continually do more and more stupid things. But and I think they, I think that they're using the word de demon like a rank, not like an actual attribute, because they don't, they don't. I don't think they understand the definition. Oh, I think they understand the definition. <laughs> I think that they use them. Um, but I don't want to get into a discussion of demons because <laughs> I don't have a contract with it. I know they exist. I know they can affect people. I've seen it, but I don't have a contract with it. I don't have a contract with having demons around me, and I don't have one of getting rid of demons and other people. You know, talk to Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nancy. And I don't think Walt and Mark want to get into it either. Uh, takes a special warrior. But I mean, the mainstream media isn't big enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're self-destructing. So, so in, in relation to that, um, I think one of the last quotes I took was that uh, do we need trauma? I think it was a part of the Q&A. Is trauma needed to ascend or uh, reach enlightenment and I like his answer where um, like those kinds of experiences are are to see the depth of the soul's emotion and and what it can hold um, and one of those ways is through trauma and, and as many people there are um, on the planet that's how many paths you can take towards um, reaching the, the, the depths of and, and in the size of, of uh, the soul, I think it was saying. And that um, emotion is one of the uh, strongest creational forces when you get out there you know, outside of Earth. Um, so I thought that was really um, um, important distinction where uh, um, it's to, to expand, expand consciousness, that's what it is. It, it, it's how deep you can experience emotion. So. Um, I think that's it for my highlight. But there was another link I think Walt shared with us over the weekend where um, Bossy was interviewed with Janine. I didn't get a chance to listen to that. Was there any um, noteworthy highlights with it? 
they seem to be doing that regularly now, right? Well, the, the, the problem with that video was, and I, I, every time uh, Jean-Claude was talking, there was like a background talk show or something. It was, I, I couldn't figure out what it really sounded like. It was very, very low, but it was so distracting that I looked for another video and I get bossy with uh, Jayco and in parts of the Jayco, the same thing was happening to Jayco. So somebody needs to tell Ricardo that he's got some feedback going through his mic. You know, because it, it it's okay if you got one, but if you got another one, and he, the only the only common denominator was him. So it was very frustrating. But uh, so I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it did sound like a very interesting. Um, well, every time you get bossy and Claude and Janine Jean, there, you, you're going to have a interesting conversation. Mark? Yeah. Um, we got to check that out. So, let me see. Uh, one of the bigger topics I wanted to get into this, this week was... Uh, what was that guy's name? Morley Robbins. So... Um, this guy was talking about, he's a, um, oh gosh, what was it, a former hospital executive, and he looked more into the natural side of things and, and realized that that's where the most power is in, in truth. And he was big on, or he's been big on, on um, exposing um, the, the difference with copper, iron, and oxygen and how um, we're all really deficient in copper and not iron. And it, it's that this whole inversion thing with the medical uh, system. Um, let me see what the note said. So it, it, one of his focuses is, is what is it that powers, one of the bigger things that powers the mitochondria and, it, and it's copper. And um, it, it helped, <clears throat> in the, in the, he's talking about bioavailable copper. So it helps regulate oxygen and and iron um and that you know because there's a bunch of things that are put in our food over the decades that they don't tell you like these iron filings we've seen these videos of um people taking magnets and then just seeing you know like cereal and whatever uh, powdered versions of food being attracted to the magnet and and that's all these different kinds of irons that are put in our food and um and and he was saying that that's one of the reasons why women long, live longer than men <clears throat> is because of uh, they regularly um, get rid of their blood, you know, uh, and, and and so blood donation is a way to get rid of iron, and that does help um, the energy and blood flow. Um, one of the things he was saying was that disease, all disease comes down to is a lack of energy. And copper is is one of the main things that helps helps with that. Where did I find mine? And so that that's actually one of the main ingredients that uh, Walt uses for his his devices. If you go to newparadigmtools.net, and um, let me see, um, what is it? Oh, the copper also helps uh, get rid of parasites, and viruses are basically um, excretions of of, of parasites. Um, and and oxidative stress is rust, 
and that um, when people have more fear, it, it's, it, it attracts iron to the body. And um, <clears throat> aging is basically iron accumulation. And that, uh, let me see, can you read my notes here? Oh, copper is the ma master mineral. Um, oh, and uh, I don't know, Walt, you, you've, you've uh, done some, you've used copper in a lot of your devices. How did you start using copper um, initially? With with Shanghai and 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 um, energy making devices. Oh, because uh, I was using copper because of the bimetal. The <clears throat> when you bring together two dissimilar metals like galvanized uh, iron and copper, you get a voltage differential. So that's that's the uh, the main ingredient in the making of the coils is that that combination the galvanized with the copper you you begin to develop a, a, a different a differential of potential the difference of potential that's what that's why I explain in the resonators um, the they have a combination of energies you have the magnetics from the magnetic field in the rare earth magnets and you have electricity from the bimetal because you have uh, galvanized and you have the copper soldered to the galvanized plates so you 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 have uh, both uh, electrical potential and magnetic potentials working in the resonators uh, personally i take uh, chelated glycinate uh, copper which which uh, you know i i take that daily um, and that restores uh, copper to the, to the body. I mean, that's why uh, when you look at um, somebody sent me a photo of um, re remember one of the one of the uh, alien films. I, I think it was the the new one of the more recent ones where there was that had uh, the actress Numi Rabas, where they showed. Uh, this alien, very large alien, that uh, actually looked like bluish. He, his skin, the texture of his skin, actually looked kind of bluish, and and that was it was because of the copper. When you have an uh, an abundance of copper in the body, that the the complexion looks bluish because of the of the, of the copper. So that that what I found out. I thought, oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> so uh, I I find that very very interesting because uh, when you also the thing about the the what do you call it when who I I forget who was it uh, oh now I can I can't remember the guy's name. Um, they were talking about the the uh, oh, the what do you call it the uh, what it, you know the, when you have the, the the blood type when you're talking about the blood type and they they say that uh, oh the, that the, the iron is very important for your blood blah 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 and all of this and and when you think about it the uh, oh this had to do with now I remember. It was Alex Collier when he was talking about the the different groups and the different different ethnic groups, 
and he was talking about this group that whose blood was was based on copper, not not uh, what do you, what do you, that, that word uh, when they talk about that element of the blood that's based on iron? What is it? Homo? No, it's um, not anemic. No, no, the hemoglobin, hemoglobin. That's the word I'm trying to remember. And he he was saying that how these people, their hemoglobin is based on copper, not iron. And then Alex Collier brought up the subject that the a lot of the the, the cabal, like the, the Rothschild, they think they're special and they're superior to everybody else because their blood is based on copper, not not iron. So when I when I shared that information, he sent me back this other information about copper, and he showed the the, the photo of the, of the sky. And I get it; it's not a real photo because it's just an actor in a film. But it actually it brings it open uh, the the point that a, a, when a person's blood is based on copper, they tend to have a bluish tint to the skin. I I thought that was that was kind of curious. But yeah, I, I, I daily I take uh, copper because of that. And yet, if you were to Google it, you'd see toxicity. Copper is going to kill you. Yeah. Would you uh, do you have do you have a, you have a uh, link to that particular product that you use? Yeah. That you can put in let chat. Me, let me bring that up. Let me go yeah, to the website. It's, it's, a, it's another thing they don't want you to to know about. But I used to give blood when I was much younger. And every time my my iron was uh, very very low in the blood, and then it got to the point where I didn't go because I I I couldn't pass the iron test. <laughs> so I don't know what that's all about. I mean, you do need some iron in your body to make it work, right? Well, one one of the things in your case, I don't know how they ever allowed you. To donate blood with your condition where you almost have non-existent blood pressure because my father with his thing that uh he, do he kept donating blood wherever they were calling for blood he created a high blood pressure condition for himself and the explanation from the doctor was that the uh, it takes six months for the according to the doctor it takes six months for the blood to for the body to replenish that blood that has been donated so if you keep donating blood because you're here oh, they're asking for a donation here they're asking for a donation there you keep stressing the body so the body well, I, only, I i only went i only went um when they had some kind of an emergency uh, uh. or the blood bank was near it was it was like once a year if that it wasn't a big thing. Maybe over that time frame, maybe mm -hmm. I'd gone mm -hmm. half a dozen times, you know. But it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put it on the show on the show chat. Okay, good. In 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 the radio on internet, right? On yeah. the internet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what and else? It's, and it's so expensive too. Two ninety nine a bottle. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> and how, mu how much did you say you took daily? Is it dosage out there? In my case, I take two capsules a day. Oh, it's capsules. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. Mark, did that answer your question? <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, 
Oh, yeah, I wondered what, what Walt had taken. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that out, because I, I bought a bioavailable copper, too. Um, mine was a little bit more expensive, because it was combined with beef liver and, and a few other things. I mean, people could get bioavailable copper through, I think, castor oil, um, different grass-fed uh, meats like beef, uh, beef liver, and I think eggs. So... Um, the site that I'm referring to is therootcauseprotocol.com. And he has a free handbook about uh, this whole thing with copper and iron and the mix-up. And that just goes back to what Dr. Daniels is talking about, where everything is just inverted. It's not your, that you're iron deficient. It's, it's, it's copper. Because uh, you, you go back to the older, older medical uh, texts, and, and you know, they're, they're covering everything this guy's talking about, So, um, which is... Uh, any animal that's copper deficient has parasites. Um, copper activates oxygen oxygen into water, and all disease is based on energy deficiency. Um, so, yeah, it was really really uh, fascinating because I didn't want to keep adding just more and more supplements, but it's it's what is it that feeds the mitochondria and, and, and the bioavailable versions of what we're missing. So, um, be cool to compare the two that I'm taking for. Walt's recommendation versus, uh, um, yeah. So, cool. Um, yeah, I, I think I need to look at my notes or something. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump in here and kind of promo tomorrow's Radio Five G show. It's other people's voices that we're listening to. And there's this new one that is um, intriguing, let's put it that way, because oh, FBT or something is weird. He doesn't have a, that's his, his handle, I guess. And he takes current events and he compares them to Q drops. Now, a lot of you out there, especially on this show, may not be aware of what, what are they talking about when they talk about QAnon. Well, during the... Uh, President Trump's uh, time in office, there started being these messages posted that were kind of cryptic, in many ways very cryptic, and yet there were people following them because it seemed to give you an inside look at what was really happening in current events. So there was always enough in them that made them seem real and you also had a huge number of people that began to follow this messaging some of them I think might have been you know just regular people but some of them I think were plants who were being given the message behind the message to really teach people how to be thinking outside the box is that's what I felt it was it was an exercise to train people to think outside the box. So this goes on, and we get into uh, you know the the late nineteen and twenty, early twenty, and somebody started realizing that if you look at the date today, which is March fourteenth, and you go back, I think it was four years, four years to before that, maybe it was three years. Uh, before that to the same date and you read the message it was accurately and 
in detail telling you what was actually happening in the future. And this wasn't just once or twice. This became an unbelievable, I mean, every time you do it, it was something new. So what, what, this guy, what this guy is doing is he's taking what's happening in current events with the date and going back to the QAnon posts, to the Q posts, to look at what they were saying at the time. And so this 48-minute uh, video is about what, what's happening right now compared to what they were saying was happening. And what they were saying back then was about nuclear war. Okay, and and how you know don't don't get afraid of it. It's theater. It's theater. Don't be afraid of it. So he presents this very interesting uh, analysis of what we're seeing in current events and how scary they're making this third world war thing happening. At the same time, you're getting the cue posts from the past telling you that this is happening now and this is happening and to make you scared but don't be scared we're okay so it's it's an interesting uh let's say uh another new voice another new way of looking at reality that i highly recommend so that's tomorrow at noontime radio 5g that's the promo uh, you know but he's saying he's saying that um you know don't be afraid of it and, and it's it's really an uplifting thing to listen to. It's pretty cool. Q Q posts. <laughs> I mean that that you gotta like that story because it's just so out there. The whole Q uh, phenomenon. I'm sure there's somebody on the internet that can give you a, <clears throat> a synopsis of all that that happened. Don't be afraid of it. It's not crazy people talking revolution and stuff. It's the message behind it is do your research, do your research, do your research. Think, 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 think outside the box. So, okay, what's next? Yeah, the links up to what I was speaking of earlier where, where Space Force is, is above <clears throat> the military and is, is, is um, globally connected. Um, and that uh, I think Collier was also saying where yeah, we're watching a movie, but you're also in the movie, so participate if you want things done. And and uh, I think even Bosi and, and, and Jacob were saying the local, at the local level, and even um, Yasmin in the chat was talking about in, in previous shows where, you know, get involved with your community, what you could do to clean up, and um, like what we're doing with the Eagle in in California that's making huge, you know, uh, uh, news worldwide and, and as far as like affecting people are they still doing that thing where they're they're letting the water go or they stop that um that's more of a yasmin question uh but oh sorry that that was from a couple months ago i don't know about now now oh, it's just okay. what we're hearing is, is is people stranded and trapped in uh um in the snow oh i was supposed to see a couple concerts the past few weeks and then this this uh, touring group canceled twice. It was like up in Reno and then coming down from uh, Canada. Canada, so it, it's all West Coast. <clears throat> um, there was a question in uh, what was it? The Shanghai Facebook group. Um, <clears throat> I'd I'd like to know. What was it? I'm wondering 
uh, I just moved into a house with solar panels and was wondering where it's best to put a Shungite magnet or S4 sticker. All that is needed on the inventor in the roof. In, 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 oh, <clears throat> all that's needed on the inverter in the roof. I don't know if that made sense. You guys have. Uh, did we ever touch on that? Solar panels and like uh, how to shungite them? What's the best way to okay. buy a compatible can this Can this person get stickers? They're asking like, how do, how do we apply a shungite magnet or S4 sticker on solar panels? And uh, something about the inverter in the roof. Well, the, the the panels. I what I would do is I would put the Shanghai sticker behind the panel, so it's it's not on, <laughs> it's not facing the sun. I would put it behind the panel. If you when you're looking at the, uh, uh, what do you call it? When you when you're looking at the at the panel, uh, it's mine. I'm not not that I'm an expert on solar panels, but just based on the photos that I've seen, the panels are actually segmented uh, it's not just a single piece depending on the size of the panel that you're using so i would i would just put a sticker on on each segment so you might use one sticker you might use two stickers and then you put put a a sticker on the inverter so and then all that energy is being corrected okay great yeah she'd she'd like to yeah, with well, uh, the stickers, you, you should, that should be playing. You, you can go with the magnets if you want, but uh, I guess it's it doesn't go wrong with to go with overkill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my feeling is is that when you use the stickers, which work for for that specific purpose, is one thing. But when you put the magnets on there. You're now taking whatever you're doing and creating an even bigger environmental field because of the magnet <clears throat> and everything else that's happening. So I look at that as an opportunity to be more Shungite. I don't think the stickers go anywhere near what the uh, magnets do. That's just my My opinion. only concern with the inverted, because I, again, I'm not an expert on solar. No, I, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't, put a, I wouldn't put a magnet on a solar for a lot of reasons. Because first off, they will rust. If you've got a little teeny break in the, in the resin that might be heating up because they're in the sun, right? That's what you want them in. You might get a little crack in there. You get a little water in there in the magnet. Because I've, I've well, had I, I, I was, I was are you, are referring about the inverter itself. Because oh, the it's got no. electronics in it and electronics are susceptible to magnetic fields. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but that's I, that was my second reason, you know. So, yeah, use the stickers. <clears throat> but then you got a sticker that can be worn off with just weathering. So I recommend you get some of that very uh, good packing tape, the clear type of stuff, you know, and just uh, put that over the sticker to help protect the sticker from the elements. Mm. But if you do, I mean, it's one, you can't go to these farms and do that because they'll inevitably find them and take them off. 
<laughs> we when we first were working with the um, Shungite uh, um, smart sticker, it was designed to attenuate the problems with the smart meters, right? So, yeah, stick them on the smart meter. And people inevitably were finding that these things had been ripped off or just disappeared. So that's when we said, okay, well, then to put it on your fuse box because it's still going to do the same thing. Um, and it's inside the house. Was that that answer your question, Mark? Yeah, I think that I gave the link to the uh, poster, uh, your archive page. Um, this is a good one about the eagle here in, in the West Coast that Yasmin um, posted that that they are still letting water out to supposedly make room for all the water they're expecting to get, uh, but their tactics are no match for the eagle. Every time the, they let out water, it just brings in more rain and snow, which is I mean, <clears throat> that's what we're getting right now, and we're still expecting more rain later in the week. So, yeah, thanks to Yasmin and her crew for that. Um, there was a concern that, I mean, Collier brought up last week, too, is that so during the spring, according to him, 80% of bees come into the Central Valley because it's, it's a whole, it's, it's like the breadbasket of, of uh, the country with, like, different orchards and crops. So you have all of these bees coming in during the spring, and you have these, Supposed rail cars all along the uh, the trees, you know that that some of those the, those those uh, videos went viral of possibly you know dangerous stuff in them. So I don't know, maybe a, a heads up to Yasmin for for <clears throat> what she could do with the eagle for that, um, or what we could do with our intention. So, um, <clears throat> what else was I going to bring up? Oh yeah, uh, so last week. While we're talking about the Dr. Joseph uh, Joseph Costa, uh, and, and I didn't know he had two books. You were you were saying, and I was asking which of his books are are, are better to get. Um, at least for me, in terms of what, he, what the topic we're talking about of the gut as the brain and how to access that, because through that you can talk to guides and, and your higher self. So, in that uh, topic, which which of the, his two books do you would you recommend? Or or and. Uh, what are each book about? If you could give us like a quick summary, because I'm curious. Um, Primal Legacy. I so, so I know I read it, but uh, don't ask me to remember. <laughs> I apologize for that. The Eagles of Consciousness was about changes. Uh, <clears throat> he talks the different chapters. To, you know, obviously the different subjects. Uh, in one chapter, he's talking about the all these people that were incarnating, like all the all the patriots were, like Jefferson and Adams, and they were they were reincarnating at this time because of the big changes that are happening. So that's why he and he talks about consciousness in general. So it's a, if you're interested in consciousness, it's a really good read. Um, Nancy. <clears throat> At my behest, read the other one. There's one that's not listed. Uh, the one is uh, called Yeshu Hanorshi, which is the the actual name of uh, Jesus Christ. And he channeled that. He actually went into trance and he 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 documented he documented everything he saw because he actually visually saw the events in in his life. 
Uh, so I know Nancy read that. I don't know if she liked that or not. <laughs> just a matter of opinion. So I actually didn't finish it. Oh, I found okay. It boring. Okay. But I didn't. It, it it well. Let me put it to you this way: It wasn't so much that it was boring. It was like it wasn't giving me enough woo-woo information or anything else for me to be engaged in it because I didn't have the time for it. But it is an interesting read. Because I just got away from it, and you're talking to me, and I'm going, I'm looking at my, I know it's around here someplace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some someday when I really retire, I'll read it in its fullness. But no, it's it's interesting. But I, that yeah, that was. How did we find that? I I, I think you found a copy of it. <clears throat> I, no, was, I told you about it because I read it first. So that's so that's I, why I suggested that book to you. Yeah, some I get it was a used copy. That was the only thing I could get, so it's not something easily done. Yeah, because the point uh, that, that I was, the information that I wanted to relate to you, well, that was the issue with with him, was that he was having a very hard time maintaining contact with his guides. So they sent him Mary Magdalene to assist him because she was an ascendant master as well, but he still he couldn't. That's why he that's why he was he fell and. He did the thing with the with the uh, with the miracles when Miriam told him not to. So that's that that's why I wanted you to read it because it explains that situation why it happened the way it happened. <clears throat> okay, maybe I'll find it and read that part of it. We're down to the last uh, two minutes here. Is there something that you wanted to finish now, up? Now is with? it real two minutes or is it the the two minutes that were stolen from us? <laughs> I think this is two real minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anything, Mark? Yeah, maybe for the upcoming show for you guys uh, later is is Meta is laying off another ten thousand more workers, so they're just ramping up the layoffs here. Uh, so Jim, Willie, and Collier are right about <clears throat> you know taking down the whole cabal. Jacob was talking about that too with Silicon Valley Bank, and uh, you know it, it's. Yeah, and people are getting more sick here too because of the "quote unquote" COVID, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we're wrapping up into New Earth. The Oroville, what's Oroville COVID? What is that? New, new flavor? No, uh, I think Oroville was was what Yasmin was saying about uh, the water being oh. let out. <clears throat> uh, they're letting it more water at Mount Chest and Lake Oroville for a while and San Juan's water supply. So I was asking, is that a good thing or bad? So, um. oh, well, they had levi- levees breaking because there was so much water. So it's probably a good thing. But oh yeah, uh, let me let me read this. What she wrote. Um, Hurry, we only got a minute. Okay, uh, it's not since. Well, I guess it's not since the eagle seems to be in control of things. But they opened the San Juan Reservoir before it was all the way full. Same thing as they did with Lake Oregon, Mount Shasta, but the Eagle has been overpowering their water releases so that we still have, we're still getting ground on filling up the, the supplies. There's also the whole quote unquote power issue. They claim they need more power. They, they claim the need to release water to create more power. More excuses if you ask me. That's it. <laughs> Wait, All okay. right. With no, with no more <clears throat> excuses, we're going to tell you thank you for being here. We appreciate you all. 
be safe and uh, you know at six o'clock well not to what what is it four hours from now we'll be doing the cosmic reality show so be blessed be safe and we'll see you next time you have been listening to the shungite radio show produced by cosmic reality radio thank you for being here be safe